Hello, and welcome to The Deliberate Podcast, a show where we rate movies, TV, books, music, food, and whatever else we feel like using our five-category system. The first category is ships, which is characters, character development, relationships, and um, human interaction. The second is eye candy, visual appeal, costumes, cinematography, and special effects. The third is cheese factor, which is plot and good cheese or bad cheese, and for food, taste and texture. The fourth one is quotables, which is the dialogue or quotability, and for other items, uniqueness. And the last one is delivery or delicio, or DiGiorno, which is whether it met expectations and delivered. I'm Morgan, and I'm here with my co-host, Carla. Hello. Um, my Mar... No. What are we doing today? <laughs> Spy adopts me. Spy, yeah. My surreptitious and seductive co-host. <laughs> 004. Uh, <laughs> uh, but before we do the stuff, um, we have a corrections, a little bit of a corrections corner. I was thinking we should call it... Um, Sorry corner because oh, yeah. we're Canadian. Sorry. Apology corner or so sor- sorry. Or sorry corner. <laughs> um, okay, so we are we just got some new equipment. Um, yes. Some mic holder boom things so that we don't have to have our mics uh, perched perilously on a stack of books <laughs> to get them up right by our faces. And the past couple uh, episodes that we recorded with them, we there's a lot of kind of sound. It's boom town. We <laughs> hit the mic so many times yeah, and the like boom. moved it and it made a noise. And so I just want to apologize for that. Yeah. And um, we'll keep an eye on it. And if it's still a problem, then we'll switch back to the books. Yeah. We will keep track of our limbs better in yeah. the future. <laughs> we will try to not touch things that we're not supposed to be touching while we're recording. <laughs> Also, another uh, sorry <laughs> corner. Oh, no. No, it's fine. It's just, um, it's actually related to one of our bonus episodes, which you can only access if you are a patron. So um, to learn more about becoming a patron, you can visit our website at deliberatepodcast.pombeat.com. Deliberate, <laughs> deliberate podcast dot dot bean pod bean dot com to go straight to the patron page. I think it's patron dot podbean dot com slash deliberate podcast. Um, and so there's different rewards for different levels of commitment of support. So if you like anywhere from a dollar a month to um, a little bit more than that a month. <laughs> We're not asking for much. Um, but if you do become a patron, then you'll have access to some bonus episodes over the next several weeks. We have them queued up and ready to be posted on there. So um, that'd be cool. But anyway, on one of the bonus episodes, we um, looked at a bunch of trailers from Comic-Con Oh, yes. And uh, I and Carla, we, one of the trailers that we looked at was season two of the Orville. The Orville. Orville. Yeah. And yeah. I always call it Orville, but <laughs> Orville. <laughs> um, and Carla immediately recognized Adrian Palicki from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I was like, yeah, she plays Barbara. She does not play Barbara. She plays Bobby. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Bobby totally Morse. missed you saying that. I was yeah, just so excited was just, that she was on Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. I didn't even notice. Yeah. So right, Bobby. become a patron to be able to Then you'll know what apology. we're talking about. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So are we ready to just dive in? We're ready. We're ready. Ready, Freddie? Are you ready? are you ready um recently carla and i had the opportunity the pleasure Mm -hmm. of going to see uh, um the spy who dumped me uh (laughs) at the theater together 
I didn't realize until after Russell told me that it's like a spoof on 007. Like those movies, there's one like the this, spy who loved me. Yeah. And then there's like, obviously the Austin Powers one, the spy who shagged me. And I was like, yeah. oh, I had no idea that was a play on words. Yeah. Clever. I don't love the title. I'll be honest. Yeah. But anyway, he didn't technically dump her. He left her. He did. He dumped her in a text. Remember? <laughs> I don't think he did. He actually yeah. send her a text. Yes, oh. that was the whole thing at the beginning. I'm just gonna drink my coffee and listen to you. <laughs> well, okay. So then I was going to come and read the Wikipedia plot summary as I normally do, and it's like one sentence. So <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> which because we'll try to remember it. Which is kind of a problem because I didn't actually write a lot of stuff down. I was just expecting to be reminded of things as we went along. It's all good. All right. So this will be interesting. (laughs) And the plot. Two friends, Audrey and Morgan. Yay. Her name is Morgan. Yes. We laughed so hard in theater. We're like, oh my God. I was like, I can't believe her name is Morgan. There's never Morgans in movies except for Morgan Freeman, the actor. And her name in the movie is Morgan Freeman. Which is really funny. (laughs) She's like, one of my favorite lines was... I can get into any restaurant I want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, they don't really make a big thing about it until the end. Yeah. When he's like, I just realized that your name is Morgan Freeman. She's like, yeah, I can get a reservation anywhere. Yeah. Because well, it's funny because they do go to that fancy restaurant in the one episode and you're kind of like, how did they get in there? Oh, I didn't and that, really yeah, that. Because it was like super fancy and it looked. Yeah, but it's. They talked about it in the car on the way to the airport. Okay. I don't remember that. That's okay. That's okay. Sorry. Carry on. No, that's an important plot point. Okay. Two friends, Audrey and Morgan, unwittingly become entangled in a conspiracy when Audrey discovers her ex is a CIA agent with a desired item. Ooh. (laughs) What are you saying? Ooh. I know. Ooh. That summed up the whole thing pretty good. (laughs) Good job, Um, Wikipedia. Did I... I thought I wrote down a quote that Kate McKinnon said to, oh yeah, he's like, okay, so this is Kate McKinnon's explanation or summary, uh, one sentence summary of the movie. It's two totes BFFs who get wrapped up in an international espionage adventure. Ah, yep. (laughs) Very accurate. Right. So it stars Mila Kunis as Audrey and Mm -hmm. Kate McKinnon as Morgan Freeman. (laughs) (laughs) and um sam oh i can't i don't people are gonna hate me human i have no idea so he he can i don't know he's got idea um is he main guy or is he cute guy cute blonde guy he's hunky guy hunky blonde guy yeah i like hunky blonde guys (laughs) (laughs) the other guy uh, is Justin Theroux. He plays Drew. Okay. Just for the record, my husband's blonde. That's why I said that. <laughs> also the guy in the movie, oh, but... brother. <laughs> okay. So, um... Yeah, that's kind of the thing. Like, it starts out, it's um, Audrey's birthday, and she's kind of sad because she just got dumped by her boyfriend through a yeah. text message. <laughs> yeah. And well, he, she woke up and he was gone, like in the middle of the night. Yeah, but that's not. And then gotta, I don't think that's abnormal. I don't know. I never her, dated for him, so I don't know. No, I mean for their relationship because he's a freaking spy. So obviously oh. he's traveling for work or whatever. Okay. I don't think it's abnormal for their relationship because he's a freaking spy. Although his cover job, we found out, is. A podcaster. Yes. Which was even better to figure out. It's like, there's a Morgan and there's podcasts. Yeah, exactly. So his cover job is like an NPR podcast about jazz Jazz or economics or something. Jazz and economics. Jazz or economics. She's like, like, nobody has listened to that podcast. Um, That's what they said on the movie. Um, and then, okay, so she, it's her birthday, she's sad, and her best friend, Morgan, played by Kate McKinnon, is um, trying to cheer her up and stuff, and they're just, I don't know, they're out at the pub or whatever. Yeah. 
And then um, she's at work the next day and... Oh, she texts him. So she texts her ex-boyfriend and she's like, I'm going to. Well, actually, OK, Morgan texts her ex-boyfriend on her behalf and is like, I'm going to burn all your stuff because you're a jerk face. Yeah. And um, they actually do it, which is really funny. And then um, they dirty skid mark underwear. Yeah. And his. I don't know what else he had there. That was the only thing that stuck and, out in my mind. And then they get to this trophy, which was like second place. I don't know. I can't remember. Second place And she's something. like, it's so weird that he kept this stupid thing and they're about to burn it when he um, calls her, I think, and is like, don't yeah. burn my stuff. I'm going to be there tomorrow. I'll be there tomorrow and we'll talk about it. So she's like, fine. So then he comes or no. First, she's at work. And um, hunky blonde guy comes in and is all, he like buys a pack of gum. Yes. And he's like, aren't you going to ask her. me to, if I need help out to my car? Yeah. Which is like <laughs> the stupid, I would, if I was at work, I would be like, yeah, I hey, would just, big butch guy who works in aisle seven. Can you help this guy out to his yeah, car? Exactly. <laughs> I would not be, I would just be like, what is well, what the hell like and she like she thinks it's cute she's like kind of flirting with him back and then she goes out with him and makes a comment yeah. about this is where i get thrown into the back of a van and ha, then ha, he's ha. like well then this is really awkward get in the van <laughs> and <laughs> i found highly entertaining <laughs> which as any murderino knows you don't follow a random dude into the parking lot no no you don't <laughs> So, um, she's like, okay. And then, and he's got a British accent. He's MI6. There's another guy in there who's CIA and they tell her your boyfriend was CIA or is CIA or something, but is CIA is CIA and he's yeah, but missing or something stuff is weird. Crazy stuff is happening. Um, did he call you? Or has he contacted you? And then she, there's this joke in the thing about how she's really bad at lying because she gives too many details. And so she does that. And then they're like, um, don't lie to us. <laughs> and she's like, yeah. yes, he called me last night. And then um, they, she, I guess after that, they just let her go. And she just goes back to her apartment with her roommate. Right. Yes. Yeah. Who had <laughs> who had oh brought God. she had brought that random Ukrainian guy. guy yeah, she tried home. to hook her up with some Ukrainian guy. Well, it wasn't that she was trying to hook her up. She was like, okay, so um, Kate McKinnon's character Morgan is this sort of staunch feminist, and um, this guy, this Ukrainian guy, is hitting on her at the bar, and she just like finds it hilarious, and so she's like, here, let me. Br- use some of your misplaced um masculinity for good come over to my friend and tell her nice things about her like you know make her (laughs) feel better yeah and but it wasn't I don't think it was intended that they would actually that she was thinking they would hook up or whatever Mm -hmm. and then because she basically just laughs in the guy's face to start with but then later we discovered that she's actually brought him home with her yes which is a little bit weird and um so he's there and uh, Audrey and Morgan are hanging out and he goes to shower and they're talking yeah. to each other and she's like trying to explain about him being a spy and whatever. And then he comes in through the window, her ex-boyfriend. What's his name? Drew. Drew. Yeah. And Morgan's talking to her parents, by the way, which is like a whole thing throughout the movie as well. Super close with them, like over the top, tell them everything. And then, um, yeah, so then Drew comes in through the window and talks to her and is like, um, there's something really important in that trophy and it needs to get to this person by this, like, so it needs to be at this specific cafe in Vienna and give it to the person named Vern. Yeah. Um, and then people start shooting at them. Drew dies. Also, yeah. the Ukrainian man comes out naked and is an assassin. <laughs> and, like, very naked. Awkwardly naked. Awkwardly naked. You, 
and then see all his awkwardness (laughs) very very briefly (laughs) unless you're looking closely yeah (laughs) for the for the croissant uncooked croissant um which is how Kate McKinnon's character describes it to her parents and then Drew dies (laughs) yeah so so um I'm gonna call her Kate because it's weird saying my own name oh Um, (laughs) fair enough I don't know anyway Kate oops ah I totally hit the mic sorry (laughs) oh I didn't even hear it so bonus um throws naked guy out the window and he dies she body slams him and he goes flying over the railing and does a flip off like the balcony of the third and or fourth great. floor or whatever it's hilarious yeah um by the way because he was still naked from the shower so naked guy over the railing <laughs> yes that's what happens <laughs> It was really, really funny and shocking in the movie. Yeah. Like you're watching we and you're like, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> we weren't prepared for that. No. Um, and then they travel to, so then they are driving and they decide to travel to Vienna and try and complete this task that um, Drew has told Mila, Audrey, about before he was shot. Yes. And died. Yeah. Well, what happened in the apartment, we missed a little bit, was that... No, I said that. Drew gets shot and the CIA show up and they escape the apartment building. Oh. By climbing down like the fire escape and getting away. Um, And so they're... Yeah. And then they're driving away. Yeah. 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 With the trophy and they decide to go to Austria. So they just do that. And happenstance, their passports are in the glove box from their last trip. They oh, went right. On. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they're like, it's a sign. And then they go and like, it's it's really weird to me that they don't get, that they just are able to just random, like just use their own passports to fly to Austria and not yeah. get stopped. But that being said, I wouldn't be surprised if the CIA was like, okay, well, let's track where they go. Because maybe they'll lead us to the person that he was going to meet, right? Which is exactly what the CIA does. Yeah. So um, they go to Austria, to Vienna, and they go to this cafe and are trying to figure out how they're going to determine who Vern is. Um, And then while they're sitting there, (laughs) Kate has to excuse herself because of a bathroom emergency (laughs) i love just how direct it is it's like Um, i have to go have diarrhea now (laughs) and she's like she's like no uh she's like it's okay this is more important it's it's okay and then audrey's like Like, no no, just go go. it's all good so then um kate goes to the bathroom and and my sixth guy shows up and sits down and punky blonde gun at mila and yeah. she's like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, Give and me the tr- Well, okay. First, at the airport, yeah, when they're leaving, they realize that, that... It's weird for them to be traveling with no luggage. And yeah, with, they buy a suitcase. And they fill it with a bunch of extra trophies. Yeah, because they're like, it's weird that we're traveling with one trophy. And what is it weirder that we're traveling with a suitcase full of them? It doesn't matter. Yeah. And one says, like, best grandson or something. Yeah. <laughs> So um, while Kate is in the washroom, she sees one of the wait staff with a um, name tag that says Vern on it. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, you're Vern. And then she goes back to um, to let Mila know that she has found Vern. She sees the MI6 guy standing there. She's trying to signal Mila that it's not him. But she sees Mila giving him a trophy. Mila does not give him the real one. She gives him one of the decoys. Yeah. Um, But then, but Kate doesn't know that. And so she kind of makes a big scene. And then there's this big firefight that breaks out. Yeah. Um, Mila kills somebody. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she does. (laughs) Kate and Mila escape. And Vern dies. So the person Vern they're dies. actually supposed to be meeting, they see that she gets shot mm-hmm. and dies. So they're, they, like, they now they're kick, like, she takes the suitcase. Yeah. Wait, staff grabs the suitcase and makes a run for it, but doesn't make it. Right. 
Um, so they're like, okay, well, what do we do now? Anyway, um, I don't, I can't remember <laughs> exactly. They kind of, they flee the scene. They're trying to. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then they have they, like the high speed chase with the. Um, first, they try to steal Uber. a car and fail. Oh, which is standard and they can't hilarious. drive it. Which is so One funny. of my favorite scenes of the whole movie. Yeah. Was like they tried to. There's these two old, this old couple that's like getting into their car and they like. Um, try to hijack it yeah. from them, yeah. carjack it from them. And, but it's a standard transmission and neither of them know how to drive it so they're just like slowly rolling down this hill <laughs> and into a newspaper stand into the, a newspaper stand and the couple is like walking beside the car <laughs> she's still trying to get in and so then after they crash in the newspaper stand they're like they nope, just get out it like, okay <laughs> never mind and they just get out <laughs> yeah and then they go to they jump in an uber or yeah, something yeah and then they're being chased by guys on motorcycles with guns and the uber driver's so cute and sweet and he's just like where do you want to go would you like some water and all this stuff they're really nice and then they start getting chased and they're like yelling at him okay we have to get away from this car and he's like oh hell yeah and he just like a full throttle like fast and furious drives through the yeah. city yeah like doing all this crazy stuff and you're just like yes yeah but then he gets shot and dies. <laughs> and then Mila Kunis's character has to like sit on his she, like, dead lap on to like him. drive the car. <laughs> dead. She just does it and it's so great. Yeah. Um, and then Morgan or Kate is like throwing water bottles at the people out the broken back window. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then they're like, okay, well we need to go somewhere else. Um, at some point Kate calls her parents and... Um, tells them they're in trouble tells them about and then her dad says okay go find this guy i helped him with some stuff because her dad was is a lawyer and her, her parents reaction is so fantastic because they're like um okay so i killed somebody but he was an assassin and they're like oh, oh that's yeah that's totally fine yeah because he's then, a bad guy like, <laughs> and then mila killed a bunch of, or audrey killed a bunch of people but they were but it was self-defense he's like oh then that's totally fine too and <laughs> <laughs> lawyer brain yeah we can yeah, totally and, get you out of but that but it was funny because it was her mom was on the line too and they're both just like oh yeah that's they're like they're not even surprised it's just I love the lady I who plays them. her mom. Yes. I can't remember her Me name. Me too. Um, she's from Stuff. I too. know. I like it. The second I saw her, I was like, oh, yay, that person. I um, can't think of it. I can't recall it right now, what she's in, but no. I just love her. Uh, she's, I feel like it was like Third Rock from the Sun or something. Yes. She, yes, it's Third Rock from Is the it? Sun. Yeah. Okay. She's dating the dad, the yeah. dad, quote unquote, in Third Rock. She works at the university or whatever. I forget her name totally, but... Well, I'm trying to look it up, and it is not easy to find on the Wikipedia page, or the IMDb page, which is surprising. Like, they were important. And they were in it quite a bit. Well, several scenes. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, Jane Curtin is her name. She plays Carol. Mm-hmm. She, oh, I think she was on um, SNL, too, back in the old days. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, 1975 to 1980, she was on SNL. So that kind of makes sense because Kate's in it too. I'm trying to think. I don't know if there was any, there were any other SNL alum in it, but anyway. Um, okay. So that is the mom and she's fabulous and hilarious. Okay. So then they are, tr tr they travel to Amsterdam next, I believe. Yeah, I think so. To um, find this guy that um, Kate's dad has suggested they go find. We had a little, uh, oh, it's, it's Amsterdam, Netherlands. In the yeah, movie theater. the shots of it. Yeah. Yeah, I were like, oh. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. 
Um, <laughs> they try to, they, they steal some girls' passports so that they can go there. These Aussie girls with their yeah. giant hiking backpacks and yeah. they tackle them. That's my, what was it called? My, my bum pouch or whatever. Oh like, yeah. Free. Bum pack or something. My bum pack. Give it back. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So they steal their stuff. Um, cause and, they can't use their own passports right. to travel at this point. Yep. They realize so exactly. they steal someone else's. So then, um, they find the guy and they go up to his apartment and he's really creepy and weird and then they both start feeling sick and then and Mila is like throwing up in the bathroom and she discovers a dead body in there which she realizes is the, the dad's actual friend guy. the actual guy and the guy outside is not mhm but they get kidnapped by they get kidnapped. scary russian people Oh, but by this time they have discovered that what is in the trophy is a flash drive. So yeah. then they have this funny scene where they tr- where she tries to get Kate to swallow it because she's thrown up like 10 times. So she's like, I can't swallow it. Yeah. Um, but it is unsuccessful. So she, she makes it look like she flushes it down the toilet as the other people who kidnapped them walk in the room. Mm-hmm. So the people who kidnapped them take them to a place. They kind of like interrogate them and torture them yeah sort of torture them and um there's this crazy gymnast girl who's involved (laughs) and uh mila's like i flushed it down the toilet um and then there's and that scene is also a really cute scene where they uh reveal all these different things that they know about each other so because they're like trying to prove they're not lying. So they're like, ask me anything about, like, I know everything there is to know about Audrey. And I know anything, everything there is to know about Kate or Morgan. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they like rattle off these stuff, which I'm curious how much was imp- improvised. I know. It was so funny, though. It was <laughs> like, so funny. Stuff. And then the Russian girl's like, how do you know so much about each other? Yeah. And they're like, because we're best friends. Don't you have a best friend? They're like grasping at straws. Yeah. And what her best it turns out her best friend is the balance beam. The balance beam. <laughs> um, OK, so then um, CIA has totally tracked them and they're there. They're going to just blow them up. They're going to just blow the whole thing up because they said if they're still alive they're surrounded by terrorists because they are in this building with a crap ton of like russian seemingly russian or eastern european of some sort it was made Um, to look like russian yeah people so spy movies like to have russians as the spies and bad guys yeah so then um but MI6 guy is like, Hunky no, guy. they could be still alive. Let me just go check. And then it's like, let me go try to rescue them. Yeah. And he does. Yeah. He comes in and he rescues them and yeah. they escape. And the only reason he gets to that, because he knocks out his partner. Yes. Yeah. Um, who's a stand up comedian guy who I can't remember his name. He did some stuff. Oh. I can't remember. Hassan Minja- Minhash? Hassan yeah. Minhash? Something like that, yep. Oh, oh, he was a Daily Show correspondent, too. Oh, okay, yeah. He, oh, uh, just kind of random roles on the Daily they Show. They kind of hate each other in the show. And have yeah, some... They have some animosity because yeah. um, the he's the CIA guy and he always brings up that he went to Harvard and... Yeah. I don't know. He just and they seems keep like letting, a bit of a jerk. They keep the girls keep getting away from them, so they keep getting in trouble from their higher ups. So they look kind of stupid. So he's really mad about that mm-hmm. because he obviously does not want to look stupid because he went to Harvard. Mm-hmm. Um, after they escape, the three of them travel together. Yes. Well, I guess they, do they meet up with that? Whatever. Anyway, at some point they travel together. Um, They're supposed to be going back. He's supposed to be dropping them off at home because they have this meeting with the uh, MI6 lady or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Or CIA Who lady. played by Jillian Anderson. Yeah. And so they're basically like, you're fired. You're taking a leave because he ended up getting shot or something. Yes. And then they're like, and the girls lied and they said they flushed the flash drive. So he's like, take them to the airport, get rid of them. And instead of going to the airport, they decide to 
they're gonna see if they can read what's on this flash well, drive on the way there they she confides in him and trusts him because he saved their like he came in and rescued them oh, and right. tells them tells him only that um she did not flush the flash drive down the toilet she still has it yeah she and hid she, it yeah and um uh, and her morgan's like shocked because she lied about it and she pulled off the lie because there was that whole thing about her yeah. not being able to lie yes and also where she hit it was funny so yeah and um so then they yeah so then once they reveal that they decide to try to read what's on it so they yeah. go to a library and then they discover that it's like this. Do they do the hostel first or is it the library? It's, uh, I think it's the library first. Okay. Um, they discover that it's actually a state department. It's not because what they had been telling them was that it was something about a bunch of terrorist attacks. That was the information on the flash drive. Yeah. So, um, if they didn't get it, then they these terrorist attacks would happen and if they did get it then they could stop them but when they um actually read it they realize that it's actually from the state department not from a terrorist organization which is also known as the cia okay well it's not but it's often a cover for the backdoor to the internet and people's personal information and something else. yeah it's sort of a backdoor to everything yeah it's Um, kind of but they need to decrypt it so right they call edward snowden (laughs) because earlier it is revealed that kate went to performing arts camp with him and knows him and he like liked her and it's hilarious yeah and he is also randomly not so randomly he's stalking her i guess in amsterdam (laughs) because he was there he wasn't there she just called he was in russia was he oh she just called him i apparently don't know my monuments in the background scenes i was sure that's where he was i, but. I thought he was in russia but no yeah he's not he wasn't there okay um and then so he helps them get the stuff and they discover it's this backdoor to everything basically um and then they start i don't know oh they um they're trying to figure out who was trying to get it or something, I guess. Anyway, they travel to this hostel and... Because they don't have any money and they don't have, like, they can't use their cards. They can't use their passports or anything. Yeah, they're trying to do it secretly, you know, under under the radar kind of thing. So that's why they stay at a hostel and there's this random other guy there with them. They all, um, he comes in and they all like point guns at him and he's like, Americans. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're American. Oh, yeah, Americans. Yeah. And then um, the Harvard CIA guy shows up there and it turns out he is a bad guy. Yeah. Which we had kind of already figured out by then. Yeah. Um, and he tries to, he's kicking their ass. Yeah. And then the, their roommate, (laughs) their random other hostel person comes in. He's like a big guy and he just like, he kills him. Like he wrestle drops him kind of. Yeah. Kills him. And then he's like, it it turns out that he dies, but like, he just like picks him up and like drops him. And he's like, he was robbing us. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He like had no idea that there's this whole like spy conspiracy thing happening. So then they take his thumb to be able to open his um, phone. And so that they can communicate with the people who are expecting the package and arrest them or whatever. Yeah. Um, so then they go to this party um, disguised as the Canadian ambassador. Yeah, they kidnap. <laughs> and um, and uh, use his phone to communicate. Um, 
Morgan kind of goes undercover in the Cirque du Soleil show, which is like her dream, which is pretty funny. She has a little fight with the gymnast at one point. Um, and then, or, and while that's happening, um, they're going to go do the drop and they're going to go. Yeah. Do the exchange. Uh, and Mila goes to the place, her, the MI6 guy is, um, has kind of disappeared. She's not sure what's happened to him. So, um, she goes kind of looking for this drop on her own and Drew shows up. Apparently he did not die, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, he faked his death and then he like tells a bunch of lies about like, Oh, the MI6 guy is the bad guy. He's working for the bad people and he used you to draw me out. And it's like, that doesn't make any sense. So then, I don't know. There's she, a fight. She fakes <clears throat> that she believes him. Yeah. To kind of defeat him and save hunky blonde guy. So he get, or sorry, she gets his gun and then she like empty, like she takes the out of it <laughs> the clip she the clip. shoots him but without a clip in it and it scares him and he's all like don't shoot me yeah um and then everything is good the day is saved mm-hmm. <laughs> and my six guy comes and is happy and they're all romantical yeah and uh and then at the very end they like Kate and Mila kind of become actual spies and they work the three of them yeah, together. They get kind of hired. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> so then it shows another birthday scene where it's Mila Kunis' character, Aubrey's, Audrey's birthday again. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, yeah. It they, ties it into the first birthday scene. Yeah, and it's then really cute. Her like memories of the very first one the year before when she first meets Drew. So it's kind of, yeah, it all ties it together. Um, so ships, I gave it five out of five Mm -hmm. because Kate and Mila's friendship is perfection. Yeah. It's just, I just love everything about it. Yeah. And that is at the center of the entire film. So I love that one scene where they're talking and she's kind of like after Drew dies. Oh yeah. And she's like, uh, like Morgan's like oh, you know, I'm really sorry. You're probably really upset. Like she's comforting her. Mm -hmm. And then she goes and they start talking about it. And it comes out that Drew was kind of an asshole to Morgan and didn't Mm -hmm. treat her very nicely. Mm -hmm. And all that time Morgan had just like supported her friend because that was the guy she picked and she was happy. So she didn't want to like rain on her parade, but she didn't really ever like him. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of like how real and raw that was their friendship and like, yeah, how she's like, Oh, that's not fair that he shouldn't have said that to you. Like they were just like amazed. Their friendship's amazing. And the whole thing. I also really liked this scene where I think it's before they're going to Amsterdam or something when they're, um, I don't know if they're in a change room or something. And she's like, I just want you to own how awesome you are. Like all of this stuff that's you've accomplished and you've done and just take a minute to appreciate it. And, Mm -hmm. and uh, Mila's like, Oh yeah, but we just, we got to go. And she's like, no, let's take a minute to like appreciate how awesome you are. And I was just like, yeah, that's so nice. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and there was something in the hair dyeing scene too, that I was like crying. (laughs) Yeah, because they were talking about, oh, now you're the blonde. We're just switching. Like, I'm the blonde and you're the brunette. And I can't remember exactly what they said. Yeah, but there was something sentimental and they cried. And I was, like, crying. Anyway, their relationship is awesome. It's, like, the best friendship I've seen in a film for a long time. Very real. I also shipped um, mila's character and mi6 guy from like early early on so i was happy about that situation even their weird grocery store flirting yeah maybe not (laughs) quite 
that, not that early. <laughs> I was I was not a fan of that interaction. <laughs> All right. Did you give it a ship score yeah i was the same five out of five i loved okay. that relationship i even i loved all like i also loved the relationship with the parents Kate and her parents yeah that totally. was fabulous totally I loved that yeah i agree okay i candy i gave it a four out of five um because they have these beautiful shots of europe which i loved yes it's fun that they like just randomly get to go to europe and <laughs> shoot there mm-hmm. um they had some fun car chases which were kind of neat and mi6 guy yes he was pretty okay so it is <laughs> sam hewan or whatever okay <laughs> he's from outlander he's jamie in outlander so right. if anyone has seen outlander he looks so much older in Outlander. I didn't recognize what? him at first. No. No, oh, totally. I thought he did. He I don't I, recognize him as like super anything, blonde. He looks older in this one. Oh, I feel, I feel the opposite. I don't know. Anyway, he's blonde in this one. He's redhead in the other one. And he has a British accent in this one, whereas he's in real life, he's Scottish. And in Outlander, he has a Scottish accent. Okay. Oh, but he is. He's, he's beautiful. Yes. Very pretty. Um, I only gave it three out of five for eye candy because, okay. A, Even with because I, I knew it was like this a spy movie but mm-hmm. i thought it was more a comedy and i didn't realize yeah. the connection with the actual james bond movies and stuff so i was like oh, not tenuous. expecting so action-packed which is good because it mm-hmm. kept you like guessing and going throughout the plot and it was like fast-paced which was nice but there was so much more like blood and guts and gore and people getting shot and killed that i wasn't expecting so i mark it lower because that i don't enjoy really gory stuff and i feel like that was just like too gory for me so it took away from how beautiful the scenery was and how cute the actors were it was kind of like there's so much guts everywhere all the time yeah there was definitely more than i was expecting yeah i just that was probably me like not knowing what to expect of the movie oh, if I, I had gone in with the mindset of like it's a spy mm. movie it's like James Bond I would have expected that mm. and not been so know. shocked over it but I think it was meant to be shocking I think they did that on purpose and I don't think that was the best idea but um wow. cheese factor I did five out of five which it should maybe be a four out of five. I just like, I left this movie and I just loved it so much because I love Kate McKinnon Mm -hmm. and I loved everything she said. And there were so many amazing lines and their relationship was so good. But then as I'm like thinking about it kind of in the light of day, it was a little much with like the violence and, um, the intensity. Yeah. I wasn't, it, it, I'm not sure. Maybe I would give it a four out of five for cheese. I said it was a wild ride from start to finish. Yeah. There was the great cheese of their friendship and the relationship with Sebastian was really nice cheese. Because there was a lot of like overly cheesy, cutesy, cheesy stuff between the two of them throughout the movie. But like in a good way. Yeah. Which was a good cheese. It was cute um yeah I'd, I'd agree with four out of five mm-hmm. i think a lot of the great lines and stuff tie into quotability well, for yeah, me i know i'm just saying that that yeah. would that aspect was so good that when i left i was like oh i have to give a five out of five for everything because i just loved yeah. this movie so much yeah but when i really think about it the plot i could kind of take it or leave it really yeah the plot itself and definitely they put in more kind of shock value yeah uh with the violence and some of the potty yeah. humor and stuff then I would prefer. Yeah, because the the Russian gymnast girl was like oh, over yeah. the top violent and scary and yeah. freaky. Like I know that's what she's supposed to be, but it was kinda like Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so quotables five out of five. I yeah. Mean, six out of five. I agree with that totally. I said, this is the funniest movie I've seen in a long time. A crap ton of awesome quotes and improv. And, like, the whole theater was laughing so much. Like, really enjoying it, right? Like, everyone was laughing. Everyone was laughing. We weren't, like, the only obnoxious people laughing really loud in the theater. It was, like, everybody was laughing really Mm -hmm. hard at everything. Really hard. Yeah. 
And there was so many like quick wit one-liner stuff that so many we'd have to watch it again with like a notepad to like catch them all because there were so many yeah and like yeah shout outs to other stuff and like right like okay so I wrote one down and it was (laughs) because I was able to find this clip on YouTube after so she says so Kate's saying I went to performing arts camp with Edward Snowden (laughs) and he's like he was really into ska when the whole thing was going down I was like why is no one talking about the fact that Edward Snowden is really into ska (laughs) it's like so random it's so freaking funny yeah and then she also called jillian anderson the beyonce of the government which was yes she's kind of has like a a woman crush on her yeah and the fact that she's like head of a huge corporation it's like strong female leadership Mm -hmm. she's like in awe of this woman like will you can i hire can you hire me Mm -hmm. and she's like no (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um yeah so i would love to like this is a movie that i would like to own and watch over and over again so that i can quote it all the day all the time mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um delivery i said five out of five because i just really liked it but i don't know maybe it should be four out of five because of well i think the quotables and the ships make up for balance out the cheese and yeah. like the plot and stuff so i yeah. will still give it a five out of five i said three out of five because it wasn't what i was expecting i was thinking in my head more romantic comedy versus like action movie and i did think i was thrown off of by that because it's like I clearly did, a friendship comedy. but i didn't get how actiony it was gonna be and i really don't like the violent violent stuff like i can't even watch um born identity and stuff with russell like it it was like almost on that scale of violence to me it was just like oh i hate those scenes Mm. um and then the random like full nudity and stuff in it i was like what so it's not a movie i would have like that i would buy to watch again like if it was like oh movie night and someone's bringing this movie i'd watch it again but i don't think it's one that i would go out and buy for me Mm. so okay I did like it, but not that much. I think Russell thought it was also a lot funnier than I thought it was. Like, mm. I still thought it was really funny and I liked it. But he was like, I when I said, like, I don't think I'd buy that one. He's like, oh, really? Like, he was surprised, too. So, but yeah, I, well, Russell was sitting beside me as well. And I was like freaking out through the whole thing because like <laughs> everything that Kate said, I was like, oh, my gosh. It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and everything that she did. But yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, so I brought the Judgy Dozen today. They are, um, it's a this or that, again. I feel like we need a jingle. Yeah. Like, judgy Dozen, do, do, do. Or I don't even know, but. Okay. It's like, I always feel like there should be something there next time. Yeah, eventually we'll get to the, I had other little things that I wanted to slip into, but I just have not had the time to figure that out, so. I'll put oh, that no on. No worries. It I was will just, put that on my to-do list. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> create a jingle. To quote Deadpool, well, I need a dozen. speed bump between my brain and my mouth. I just thought of it, so I said it without thinking. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's a great idea, Carla. Thank you for your input. <laughs> this is about spy stuff. This Ooh. or that about spy stuff. Because, All right. Okay. Number one, CIA or mi6 mi6 me too see and originally when you i think you had said something like that or we had talked about it was cia or fbi yeah and i was like oh fbi not cia or did i say cia you said fbi i said cia okay yeah but mi6 is always cooler i feel like yeah accents it's the accents it's the britishness of it yeah Mm, britishy okay (laughs) (laughs) two Catch me if you can or Mission Impossible. I have to say Mission Impossible because I've never seen Catch Me If You Can. Which is shocking, I know. (laughs) It's on my list. Like, it's something I want to watch, but Mm -hmm. I just... We're watching our movies alphabetically and we've been doing it for three years. And you're not on the C's yet? We are on K's or J's. We rewatched all the Jurassic Park in preparation for Jurassic World 
last year or the year before or whatever that was Mm -hmm. so we did make it through and we did like a fast and furious marathon when we did like Mm -hmm. we're an f we just don't own catch me if you can i think Mm. and i don't even know if russell's seen it we probably mm. just like had kid that year and that's why we don't have it <laughs> well it's not that new well yeah it might have been i don't know how old it is but we have it we can lend it to you at oh, some okay. point yeah i totally watch it yeah i mean it's kind of fun because it is sort of that con man like helping the police is very like white collar oh okay the tv okay. show in a movie um which is fun so i pick catch me if you can because i love that idea of like the, oh, okay. the criminal and I can't handle Tom Cruise. I don't. I don't more love Mission Impossible, but well, that's fine. You have to catch really me if you can't see the you other way. <laughs> yeah. Okay, number three, James Bond. James Bond or Jason Bourne. Ooh. Oh no. I'd have oh god I haven't seen a ton of James <laughs> Bond movies I like the new James Bond with Skyfall. um yeah yeah with Craig Craig uh, Daniel Craig Daniel Craig yeah I was like uh, yeah I love those ones so I'd pick James Bond just for that because I don't like the violence as much in the Bourne series I feel like they're way more violent and like bleh, violent Mm, I didn't realize that. Um, but if it was like old James Bond, I would not pick it because he's just like so sexist and horrible and disgusting. No, nah, it's my just, mind. I mean, it's however you want to interpret yeah. James I'd, Bond. If it's like the new Jason James Bourne. Bond with Daniel Craig, I would pick James Bond. Okay, I pick Jason Bourne because Matt Damon. I love Matt Damon. And Jeremy Renner. <gasps> yeah, that's right. Okay, number four, Austin Powers versus Get Smart. Get Smart. Me Ugh. too. Always I know. Get Smart. Not Austin Powers. No. Gross. No. No. But I just was trying to find like some sort of bumbling yeah. comedy-centered thing yeah, to compare to Get Smart. Yeah. Um, okay, Kim Possible or... <gasps> Kim Possible. Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> Kim Possible. Okay. okay, there are so many But you've seen the-, the Powerpuff Girls, right? You know what that is? No, don't care. Oh, brother. Sorry. Okay. Okay. But Kim Possible is a freaking rock star. I love Kim Possible and the whole show. And it just makes me laugh because there are memes out there about the Avengers and Kim Possible and that Black Widow is Kim Possible Mm. and Jeremy Renner or Hawkeye is Ron Ron Stoppable. And then the black kid at the computer is like, um, oh, what's his name? You know, with the eye patch. Oh, uh, Fury, Nick Fury. Nick Fury, yeah, like behind the scenes, telling them where to go. Like right. Just, and then the girl who's their arch nemesis, who wears like green, mm-hmm. is Loki. Like, there's like all these jokes oh. about it, like the parallels. Like when you realize these two are these two, and yeah, mm-hmm. it just makes my heart really happy because I love Kim Possible. That's fun. Yeah, I pick Kim Possible too, even though I've like barely seen it. Um, <laughs> number six, uh, surveillance or undercover? Is this just like roles people play or those yeah. names of movies I haven't seen? No, no, no. <laughs> this is now we're just into kind of oh, like okay, stuff roles. Yeah. Oh. Or, um, undercover. Yeah. We used to do a lot of youth group for, uh, mall hunt and we'd have to like go undercover and dress up as something or wear whatever and then the youth kids would like try to find us at the mall mm-hmm. <laughs> it was very fun it was very fun yeah uh this one's tough for me because i like the idea of surveillance of just like because that also includes like video and bugs and stuff right so like mm-hmm. gathering all the information that you can whereas like when you're undercover you're in the situation you're improvising on the fly so i think i'm gonna have to pick surveillance surveillance to me is like almost borderline could be creepy that's i think that's why i didn't pick it It yeah definitely is it's yeah it's like dress up like as the fun and cosplay and involved yeah yeah right um <laughs> it just reminded me instantly of like 
uh, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and like how she's like following him around and like taking pictures of him. Oh, that's an extra bump for surveillance for me then is that yeah. it's Jessica Jones. <laughs> I do love it. Jessica Jones. Yeah. It just like that borderline. Like, no, what are you doing? It is. it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, but undercover is lying, pretending to be somebody that you're not. That is true. So they're both bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Number seven, hacker. Or gadget creator. Hacker. Yeah, that's what you'd want to do or that's what you want to have on your team? Uh, that's what I'd want to do. That's what I'd want on my team. And that's probably the characters I enjoy the most in yeah. shows. Um, so, for example, in the Transformers movie, the guy who's like hacking into everything and he's like, I ate the whole plate of donuts. And he's like... <laughs> don't talk to me criminal he like talks to the girl that way because she like he like hacks for her and the yeah anyway oh i haven't i love that character he's one of my favorite characters in any movie Mm -hmm. um i also pick hacker yeah um i mean i tried to find something comparable that would be as useful um and so i mean obviously particularly in the james bond and stuff you know the guy who creates and gives them the gadgets is very important yeah but but all of our lives are on the internet now so i think yeah yeah. um daisy from agents of shield also her character as a hacker that's originally what she does too no oh i love that show so there are a lot well i I like the show i just don't like her oh um i also there are lots of hacker characters that i really love yeah. And I can't think of their names right now, but um, one of them is from Criminal Minds. The oh, okay. Is it Penelope? No, that's not right. I can't remember. I haven't watched it in a long time. Anyway. Okay. Number eight. Sniper or assassin? Ooh. I don't like either of them, but probably sniper because you don't have to get so close. Mm-hmm. I feel like assassin, you you could snipe them as an assassin but assassin it's usually like strangle them in their sleep or slit their throat or something horrible yeah i don't know assassin is just like it's impressive their skill and far away (laughs) (laughs) yeah sniper is very um removed and controlled I just thought of the funny scene from The Spy Who Dumped Me where the assassin's like trying to take them out and she's like, it's a blonde and a brunette, stupid American girl. And she's oh, like yeah. trying to find, and there's like all these groups of like dumb American girls taking selfies over all these monuments. And she's just like, oh, and she gives up. She can't even figure out which one they are. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, that's sorry. Right. Yeah, that's, that, I, yeah, that was a funny scene. Yeah. Um, I would pick assassin because it's cooler in terms of the skill set i think like sniper is very specialized in yeah. one skill also i feel like with the assassin that comes and is like right next to you maybe you have a better shot of getting Spare. away yeah because <laughs> you can like fight them whereas like the sniper you don't even know it's happening yeah very true which very might true. also be a better thing but anyway that's my pick okay now we are into um like tradecraft like which gadget or which method would you rather use so or have so number nine is lipstick gun or button camera oh so a lipstick that shoots a bullet or a camera in your button i'd probably do camera in the button Mm -hmm. Only because I don't ever really wear lipstick that often. It would be really, they would know. They're like, she never wears lipstick. It's a gone run. (laughs) I'd be outed really quick. Whereas I wear buttons. There are buttons on my clothing. (laughs) Yeah, I think button camera too. I would be afraid to like not use the lipstick thing correctly. Whereas the button is just like, you just shot myself. Put it near what's happening. (laughs) Yeah, you just have to walk around. Walk around and be there and not be covering it up yeah um okay number 10 micro dot or coded message what's a micro dot a micro dot is like a tiny little um dot (laughs) okay (laughs) okay yeah yeah sorry so that you put it on like 
um it's like a tracker no it's um and then when when you look at it under a microscope or something it has a message written in it oh that's cool yeah and then what was the second option? Coded message. Coded message. So either you shrink the information down into a tiny micro dot and then you put it on a letter or something to give it to, to transfer the message to someone or you do in like normal size, but it's coded. I say coded. Yeah. We used to write in codes to each other all the time or like lemon juice, you know, like all those different things like you could do with each other and then Mm -hmm. also one of the books I read um darn I can't remember it at this time but they had like along the bottom of every single page was the fairy language they made up for the book and it was written all along the bottom of the entire novel like 800 pages worth and you could go back and decode the entire thing oh cool to figure out this whole message and story that's like behind the scenes is really cool so definitely like codes and stuff is really fun yeah, I think if they're really um, smart codes, then I would yeah. say codes. But um, I do like the idea of just like shrinking the thing down and people not yeah. even knowing that there is a message there. Yeah. But uh, I think I'll pick code too, coded message. All right. Poison dart umbrella or pipe pistol? Mm. What was the umbrella one? Poison dart. Poison dart. I like the stuff hidden umbrellas actually. Yeah, me too. Because there's ones that's like a sword or a gun in there and stuff. So I think I'd pick umbrella just because it's it's fun. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, me too. These are real things apparently as well. By the way. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. yeah. Um, dart gun. <laughs> and I would like. I would prefer to have a use a dart than a like gunny type of thing. I feel like, I don't know. Anyway. All right. Last one. Tom Hardy or Chris Pine? Oh. And the reason is because it's from the movie This Means War, where they both play spies who are interested in the same girl. Oh, I have not seen this. And I'm not 100% sure who Tom Hardy is. <laughs> um. Okay. Let me just what else does quickly he play look up what other stuff he's in because yeah it's like chris that you know know instantly from wonder woman and from star trek so those two things i'm like yes chris pine but depending who tom hardy is i don't know okay how about like come over here super quickly to look at his picture okay i'm stepping away yep that's him this guy that guy easily yeah he i guess he i guess he plays bane um oh he's also from mad max fury road which that's uh, a weird movie. yeah he's bane in dark knight rises but no he's huh. in, he's in inception okay which you saw right? yeah i've seen inception he's eames in inception okay um do you remember that he's the forger yeah i think i would pick him just because he has more interesting characters i think whereas Mm -hmm. chris pine is like i'm not hugely fond of kirk to begin with Mm, um true and then like wonder woman i loved the movie i think it was amazing i just don't think he's like a fantastic actor yeah i like chris pine but i would pick tom hardy yeah um because he's british oh yeah points for him <laughs> he's just another chris in and hollywood he's like a little bit more rugged than chris pine chris yeah. pine's a little too pretty I and think. whiny mm, i feel like there's always like this whiny element to his character and like i i am a star trek fan i am a wonder woman fan i just eh. yeah fair enough yeah. yeah all right that was the last one nice. so there we go Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Deliberate Podcast. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, there are a few different ways. You can call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Impossible. <laughs> 
<laughs> and if I wrecked that, I'm sorry. That's um, what I remember the jingle as, but it might not be. <laughs> oh, we should like make our own version of that specific jingle for like when yeah. we're giving all of the social media addresses and stuff. We'll be like, call Deal. me, beat me. <laughs> if you want to reach me. <laughs> we could do Tweet. that. Oh, it should be like, one of them should be tweet me because <gasps> yeah because right? tell me tweet me yeah, yeah. totally <laughs> deal email me okay so email <laughs> us at deliberatepodcast at gmail.com tweet us at deliberate pod instagram at deliberate podcast facebook at deliberate podcast and then our internet place <laughs> website is deliberatepodcast.podbean.com. And the patron page is patron.podbean.com slash deliberate podcast. And I feel like there was one more. What am I missing? I th- it sounded right to me. Okay. But you always <laughs> oh, say just it. subscribe on and rate us on iTunes. Yes, we're on iTunes. As well. It's really easy to download. Yeah. There's also a Podbean app if you want to have that on your phone or whatever. Yeah, that's another way that you can listen to it. Um, Obviously, you figured out some way, too. Uh, And... Yeah, let us know if there's stuff you want us to rate in the future, like movies coming out. Or um, we're going to be posting some polls on our... We started posting some polls on our Facebook page about... uh, some of the judgy dozen yeah. options so you can weigh in on those yeah definitely go onto the facebook page and scroll through there and just pick what you would have picked for this or that or mm-hmm. love it or hate it mm-hmm. let us know because it's really fun for us to go back and look and see what absolutely. other people picked um yeah absolutely so um yeah thanks again for listening and we will see you later okay bye bye <laughs>